Hi everybody, you're listening to The Rope Podcast with Box and Maya. Thanks for supporting the show. This is a show with adult content, so if you are not of legal age where you live, then turn off now. Rope bondage is a risky activity, and you shouldn't attempt it without first getting proper training. Listen to episode zero if you haven't already. Fox is a rigger, and Maya is a bottom. We are long-term rope partners who live in Bangkok, Thailand. We love to share our passion for rope with the wider community. This episode is made possible by our patrons who support us each month. If you would like to help, head to ropepodcast.com to see many options. This year, we want to focus on bringing the Rope Podcast to a wider audience. To achieve that, we would like to ask you to follow us on Instagram and reshare this episode in your Instagram stories. We are Rope Podcast on Instagram. Another thing that helps us is if you give us a star rating on Apple Podcasts. It's anonymous, so you won't have your name visible on the internet connected with a kinky podcast, don't worry. And now, going on with the show. Today, Maya, we are bringing back our rope focus segment, where we focus on a single pattern for a whole episode. Okay, and what are we talking about? Today, we will be talking about the Hitsugi, which is a tie that we completely made up. As far as we know. We've never seen anyone else do it yet. And if you are someone who has been tying this tie for the last 15 years, then please accept our apologies. There is no such thing as a blockchain to verify the original authorship of rope patterns. But it's a bit unique, so we suspect not. Um, And this is an episode chosen by our Patreon listeners. Uh, Yes, the patrons on uh, patreon.com have the ability to vote on suggestions of topics for a future episode. And they chose this one, the Hitsugi. So thank you to our patrons who make this show possible. And if you, dear listener, are not a patron yet and you might be interested in supporting us, you can find out how to do that on ropepodcast.com. All right, so what is this tie? So let's start with the name, Maya. As far as I understand, and I don't speak Japanese to be clear, Hitsugi means coffin or sarcophagus. And in fact, that is a word I discovered for the first time in the opening credit song of an anime which tells you how legit Japanese it is. Okay, clearly it could not be more academically valid. Mm -hmm. And in fact, if one of our dear listeners is also an anime fan and is able to guess which anime opening song I heard this word from, uh, they can message me and the first person to guess correctly will win a free copy of my book. Okay, which is kind of a big deal because right now there are a very limited run of copies. Mm -hmm. And I will send it anywhere in the world. Holy moly. Okay, that's generous of us. Let's hope we have more patrons. Okay, so the name means coffin or sarcophagus, um, and we're going for that necromantic vibe. So what, what does it actually involve? For this time, Maya, first of all, before the person you're going to tie even comes into the picture, so to speak, you are going to need to construct a structure out of bamboo, and then you're going to put your person inside that structure. But to be fair, it's made to measure, so you do need to make sure that the person fits in the structure and only just fits in the structure. Okay, true. And if you want to maximize the immobilizing effect, you're going to want the structure to be not much bigger than the body of the person indeed. Yeah, I think if the top bamboo is touching the head and the bottom bamboo, uh, the feet can touch, that even feels more constricting. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
and you are going to start with a rectangular frame. So in order to do that, you need to know how to tie bamboo poles together at right angles and do so in a way that's fairly robust. So it's not going to move around or skew too much. You want your lashing to be really solid. Okay. So once you have that rectangle, what happens next? Typically, you would ask your bottom to lay down in the middle of that rectangle with their legs straight and their arms straight along their body. And then you start tying them in to the structure, which would involve, for example, tying the lower legs to the poles and tying the lower arms to the pole, spreading them apart a bit to the sides, which means they're going to be completely immobilized by that rectangular frame there inside of. And that's not all, right? That is not all. You can even take it further by adding more bamboo poles on top as a lid of sorts. And they are going to press into different parts of the body. For example, the chest, the abdomen, the hips, depending on how you place them. And if you wanted to make it even more extreme, you could also place bamboo poles on the bottom to press the backside of the person. So it's really feeling like you're entombed in some kind of sarcophagus. Yes, which is a word I love, by the way, entombed. And I have a lot of gothic sensibilities, let's say. So that speaks to me a lot in terms of imagination and fantasy. Okay, and once you're solidly in, you basically enjoy being totally immobile, right? I would say so. As a bottom, what did it feel like to be inside that tie for you? It is one of the most constricting, restrictive ties that we do because it's almost impossible to move any part of the body. So I could move my hands, um, I could move my feet, but I couldn't move any other part of me. And how do you feel about that? Uh, Well, I love restrictive bondage and I love being left for a long time. So for me, it's um, very spacey. It feels really good. On the floor, I found that the weight was fairly evenly spread. Um, But that bamboo across the top, it might not look like much, but it really does give a crushing feel um, because there's not a lot of room between the bamboo on the floor and the bamboo on your hips, the bamboo on your chest. Hmm. What about that uh, sensation of weight or crushing from the bamboo? How does that feel as the bottom? It feels a bit scary, but good because you really do feel crushed essentially Um, and I would say the floor naturally is a bit easier than the suspended version Mm -hmm. because the suspended version I think we use the hip harness and so the hips are both coming up and being pressed down at the same time by the bamboo so you really do have that crushing feel. So it's a sort of a push-pull situation. Yeah and of course with a suspension remember everything is going to shift because of gravity Hmm. so your arms and legs are no longer supported by the ground so essentially they are hanging off the frame depending on how you're suspending the body. Okay interesting and potentially you could suspend this whole structure, both the bamboo and the person, in any kind of orientation, right? Yeah, you really could. You really could. But just remember particularly the numbness in the arms Mm -hmm. uh, because you're you're restricting them. So there's some uh, risk there. So we'll talk about that in a minute. And when we tried the suspended versions of this tie, the numbness 
of the arms and hands is probably what made you want to come out. Yeah, I think that was the being tapped out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, So if you are someone who gets cramp or likes to move a lot, then I would say this is not a tie for you. But if you like that long-term, very restrictive bondage, it can be great. When I was on the floor being tired, I got this really spacey, sleepy feeling, which was amazing. But to be fair, I woke up for the suspension. Hey guys, this is Fox coming in for a short break. We really want to share our love of rope to as many listeners as possible. And for that, we need your help. Please go to Instagram and follow our account Rope Podcast, then reshare this episode in your stories. Show your love of rope and help others discover it too. And what are the the safety or risk considerations we need to think about? I would say this tie, Maya, for us is definitely one of the most advanced and one of the most dangerous. And the reasons for that are multiple. You already mentioned the very immobilizing aspect of it, which I feel can be dangerous for the bottom, both physically, because you're staying in the same position for a long time. You have heavy bamboo that could be um, pressing into nerves and into tender areas. You have a lot of weight involved, which means higher risk of a drop which means the bottom could be injured by the weight on her body or their body, or the top could also injure themselves lifting that amount of weight. You have extra points of failure because if your structure is not robust enough, it could actually collapse during the bondage or during a suspension, and that would be really bad news for everyone. Mm. And the bamboo too could crack under the tension, right? The bamboo could crack, it could give splinters, so there's, there's a lot of failure points on the physical side of things. But I also think it's important not to minimize the psychological aspect mm. of being in such a restrictive bondage in a scene that will have to last a long time because it takes a while to put all those elements in place. And also, as we said, it's a bit morbid as a concept entombing a person into a sarcophagus. And for people like us who like to play with this sort of ritualistic aspects, it can be really fun. But for some people, it could also be disturbing. Yeah, it might be a good one to pair with the rituals in rope episode, eh? I think so. And also the mummification episode. Yeah, okay. If you try to mummify someone as well as doing this, that would be all the restriction all the time. Also keep in mind, if you're doing this scene with an audience of any kind, how are people going to feel about seeing it? Mm. So how can we mitigate the risks of this? I would say for the weight aspect, one thing that can make going up and coming down safer is having a few spotters around who can help with the lift and who can run in and assist if things go a bit wrong. All right. And we also have crash mats, right? So we can use those if the lowering is perhaps less smooth. Yes. In our studio, we have fairly thick foam mats on the floor. I think they are three or four inches thick. And so if the, as you said, if the lowering is a bit hiccupy, it will make contact with the ground a little bit less harsh and I really think the bottom needs to check in with their body um, very intensely you really need to understand how your body's going to react both psychologically and physically Hmm. also in terms of mitigation testing your structure making Hmm. sure it's robust before you put a person in it and also 
reviewing the materials you're using. Uh, it doesn't have to be bamboo. Depending on what you have available, you could use other things such as metal tubes or things like that. But yeah, do make sure you inspect them carefully. And is there a chance they might bend? Is there a chance they might break? Is there a chance they might give off splinters or little debris that could hurt the bottom skin? And so how can we use this type of um, bondage? I think, Maya, it's interesting to use this tie with any kind of role play that might involve vampires or necromancers or the idea of undead people and things. And obviously, we do not condone real-life necrophilia, but if you're playing with fantasies, the idea that your bottom is recently dead and you're putting them to rest. Like you can play with a lot and use your imagination there. Yeah, I mean, it's such restrictive bondage that your person's not going to be moving very much. So they're going to not have less problems playing the undead. Obviously, you can use it with someone who likes this type of very long term, very heavy bondage. Not so much one to try with a first timer. Probably. Yeah, I think if this is your first uh, month in rope bondage, then maybe don't try this one to start off with. But there seems to be quite a few people who are into this idea, at least in theory, of being very immobilized for a long time. Yeah, it's as close to a vacuum bed, I think, as a rope might get. Yeah, that's an interesting comparison. I've never been in a vacuum bed, nor have I been in this tie, but I could see how... At least theoretically, it seems similar. Mm. And so what kind of play can we use it for? The thing that is nice about this tie is because the lid is made of bamboo poles that you can space out as much as you want, you can really have a lot of access to reach in with your hands, with toys. We used it with dripping wax uh, through that space, which also worked very well. We have used it with knife play, with needle play. Like It gives you a lot of access to a very immobilized body. And even more so when we did with a play partner, the hand solo version of this tie. Okay, so what did that look like? So that refers to the scene in Star Wars where a character is sort of frozen in a standing position, in carbonite to be precise. <laughs> which is about as made up as the Hitsugi is, by the way. Okay. <laughs> and so we tied her to a rectangular frame in a standing position, and that meant we had access both to the front and to the back of her body while she was completely immobilized. Mm. And so you would play with the front of her body while I would play with the back, and then we would switch around. And that was really fun. Yeah, so that's another orientation, I guess. So we've talked about it lying down, mm -hmm. standing up, and also being suspended. Yeah, and the suspension, once again, you could really orient however. I think it would be really intense to be inverted in that situation. Yeah, okay. Uh, but if you're really into extreme stuff and you feel you know what you're doing, may maybe try it with a lot of caution. <laughs> and so what, what or who is it less good for? Okay, well, first of all, people who do not have access to bamboo or a similar material such as metal tubes that can play the same role are going to struggle because you can't really do this tie without the bamboo structure. Yeah, you need some kind of structure, definitely. 
And depending on which part of the world you live in and the availability of bamboo, it might end up being pretty expensive to acquire the materials. Yeah, and you might have to use something else like tent poles, broomsticks, I don't know. Be creative, people. Mm. Be creative. Then, because the resulting object of having the bamboo structure and the person in it is fairly heavy and a little bit unwieldy, if we're honest, it's probably not great for a scene with a lot of dynamic transitions. Yeah, I think that's very true. <laughs> I think you wouldn't be flipping the person around in that, although it would make for a great performance. Uh, yeah, uh, that would not be an easy one. It would be quite the feat. Yeah. Uh, if you're in a rush, maybe choose something different because that can really take a lot of time with constructing the structure, positioning the person carefully inside it, closing the lid, doing whatever you're going to do. Like we're, we're talking easily two to three hours here. Oh, definitely. You want a, a lazy day that you've got mm. plenty of time. It's good for a lazy Sunday afternoon where everyone is in the mood for something pretty mellow. Yeah. And if you're a claustrophobic bottom, again, this one's not for you. Uh, try some medium restrictive bondage before you get into this extremely restrictive bondage. Mm, definitely. And if you're going to an event, this might be a bit harder to do because you'd have to lug all of your bamboo with you. Yes, Maya. And the organizers might also look at you a bit funny because, first of all, it's not a very usual tie. And it has that morbid aspect, as we said, which might not work for everyone. So this is maybe better done either at home or with a prearranged agreement with whoever's going to be there that this is what's going to happen and we're going to dedicate a lot of time and resources to making this scene happen. Yeah, you'd actually need quite a long event as well. <laughs> yeah, okay, good point. Um, and so how have we used it? We talked about playing with our friend in the hand solo orientation. Mm -hmm. um, and what about when it was a flat orientation? I would say we have used it mostly when we wanted something calming and relaxing, um, the sleep of the dead as it is. Indeed. Uh, and definitely, as you mentioned, on a Sunday afternoon where we don't have much going on, uh, we're lucky enough to have a space where we can do that, to have plenty of bamboo available. But even then, we don't use this tie very often, maybe a couple times a year at most. Yeah, because it takes such a long time. But I think you can combine it really well with fear play. So we've done um, needles and wax and knife. And they're all things that when I'm completely immobilized and can do absolutely nothing, definitely generate that fear spacey edge. Hmm. And we tend to combine it with sensory deprivation as well, yeah. which does reinforce that effect, I think. And what about the suspended version? How, how did that go? I mean, from my end, it went very well. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> yeah, I think that it um, puts more pressure on the hips mm -hmm. so we put a hip harness in um, in order to pull my body upwards but of course the bamboo pole is then pressing downwards so you have that push-pull element mm. and this one is one where you can really experiment a lot in suspension because you have options to attach your uplines not only on the body of the person but also on the structure itself and i would recommend taking on some of the weight of the bamboo by tying to the bamboo itself as well. So the whole weight is not weighing down on the person in the suspension. But remember, if you are 
um, suspending the person, then the weight is also pulling upwards. So think about your push-pull forces. Yeah, there's, there's a lot to think about and to experiment with here. And it's quite novel. So we um, will link to a few pictures on FET so people can understand what it looks like. Mm, I think words can only go so far in describing what a complex tie like this looks like. So uh, sadly, I don't think we're going to be able to publish much of it on Instagram because of the content restrictions there. So this might be a good reason to create a FetLife account if you don't have one yet and to come find us so you can see the photos of this tie. All right. So the Hitsugi or coffin tie. It is a pretty fun tie, uh, a bit out there that we uh, came up with together. I think it's a fun addition to our rope positions portfolio, Maya. Hmm. You need that access to bamboo. You need some kind of large diameter poles that you can use. And it's really great for restricting, crushing, um, immobilizing, entombing. Mm. And in fact, if you are playing with this around the time of Halloween, it is also great for including themes around necromancers and vampires and zombies and what have you. So perfect for that season of the year. But if you try it, please don't die. <laughs> that would be bad because in real life you can't raise the dead. Uh, and if you do try it successfully, guys, please send us some photos so we can see your version of this tie. Thanks for listening. And have fun tying.